Davis, always go for the front. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. News Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Kaltbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here is your host, Gary Kaltbaum. And welcome again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kaltbaum, your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It's Thursday, May 2nd, 2019. And we're here to talk about everything that's swirling around us. And man, it's swirling. Let me first say, we are live today. We haven't been live very often. We tape the, pre-tape the show most often at 5 p.m. Eastern time, but we are live today. And, of course, we are live today. We have major thunderbolts and lightning, very, very frightening, outside. So if you start hearing something like this, that means we got hit by lightning. And it usually shuts us down for 45 seconds. We get right back up. Yeah, that happens. Have you been hit by lightning? You know, I, I've been hit by lightning. I don't know if you know this. I was in my bed, I don't know, 10 years ago. I, was, we have, I live in, in, a, in a place with a second name called Woods. So we are a lot of big trees around my house. A big thunderbolt hit a big tree outside my room, went underneath the ground, and got my bed that has, I guess, steel posts. And I got whooped. I was out of it for like two weeks. It didn't even hit my, me directly. And the tree was burnt to a cinder outside. So I'm just letting you all know, when I hear thunder on a golf course, I run for the hills. And what's funny was, when I got out of the bed, I fell right down to the ground. I had no bearings around me. And my wife was way in the other side of the house, and I yelled out, and she didn't know what happened. I'm on the ground when she looks at me. She thinks I'm having a heart attack. I said, no, 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 no. Lightning. And my hands were like, I don't, I don't even remember what they felt like. That's how weird it was. So I'm just, as a lesson to you guys, do not screw around with lightning. Anyway. That was the wildest. And we went, we went to the hospital, by the way. And yeah, they said, yeah, you got hit. And he said, imagine what happens if you get hit directly. That poor tree. But the show is not about lightning. It's about you and everything that affects you. You know. The economy. The markets. The jobs report tomorrow, which should be good, I think. Washington, D.C., and how it affects you, and all points in between. Uh, but first, if you do not get your, the show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time through Friday. Also, at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Or Twitter at Gary Kaltbaum. You can email me. Just be nice. Read our commentary, articles we post. If you'd like to hear what we're doing, we'd like to hear what you're doing, uh, press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes. And convictionleaders.com, our very popular email service, one month free. Check it out. By the way, before I even get going, I think there's only four more episodes after tonight of the Big Bang Theory. Sheldon, for me, top five now. Top five. In uh, comedic uh, characters. Without a doubt, he's up there. And I just love the show. I'm, I'm actually almost glad it's ending. But uh, I think I've watched episodes 10, 15 times. Seinfeld, I think I've watched 100 times. I think I've watched the Merv Griffin Seinfeld episode 100 times. You've got to watch that one, by the way. All right. Yesterday, on the show, I said to you, I thought, we're going to get some corrective work. 
Yet a couple of people in the audience email me, oh, now you're bearish? <laughs> we didn't say we're bearish. Not once did we say I'm bear. Bearish. So we're going to correct. The last two times we did that, we corrected for five days and turned back up. And I went on to say, this could be the same thing, five days. Or it could be two weeks, it could be four weeks, it could be a lot more than that. But we'll see how it goes. I'm just letting you know. A, we think, as a whole, the amount of stocks working have definitely topped out. That is a definite. And what that simply means is there are fewer names running up the mountain. That is what it means. But I have to tell you, I think this is a nominal, corrective work. I'm not so sure I'm expecting much. And I wouldn't get too crazy bearish. How's that? Things can worsen. And maybe we got some more to go. Or maybe not. That's all I can tell you today. We're down like 80 or 70 or 80 on the NASDAQ. We were down a couple of, maybe 250 on the Dow. Guess what happened? NASDAQ was only down 12. Semiconductors are up 17. Remember what we told you? There's no way of cracking a market unless you're cracking the semiconductors and the financials, which, by the way, are holding up pretty well, too. So I'm just letting you know, got some corrective work here. I think it's nominal. And it may just be another one of those five days. It may just be that. Now, we've got the jobs number tomorrow. Maybe that's market moving. Maybe it's not. I don't know. We had a big ADP number yesterday. I think they were expecting 170. It came in at 270. So who the hell knows what comes in tomorrow? And we'll see what the reaction is. Earnings, we're not enamored. We think earnings were blah. But if an AMD, 43% drop in earnings, 23% drop in sales, and the stock doesn't get killed, tells you something. And I'm seeing a whole host of names. Sales down 5%. Sales down 7%. Earnings down 21%. Gapping up. So in the whole idea that it's not the news, it's how things react to the news, yeah, there's some blow-ups. A-N-E-T, Arista Networks. A-N-E-T. Been a leading stock in the market. They reported earnings after the close today. And it's down a measly um, 50 bucks. 310 down to 260. 50 bucks. $31 stock going to 26. That's not good. So there'll be blow-ups. And I have a bunch of others that are uh, gapping down in the aftermarket. Floor and Decor, uh, Expedia, GoDaddy, Planet Hollywood's been a leading stocks down five or six. So stay tuned. But all evidence in today, even with the Dow down 120-something, I'm here telling you. I think this may just be a nominal drop. That's just overdue. And we're open to anything, and we'll be watching. Watch along with us. On the rest of the show... Oh, we got a few things to cover. We'll have the market wrap. We'll have the movers of the day. We'll have Trump land. We now will have a little bit of Biden land every now and then. And by the way, the other day I said, I like Biden. Seems like a nice guy. I got nasty emails from people. How do you like Biden? I just said he seems like a nice guy. Had nothing to do with policy. You know? Wow. People are crazy on politics. Wow. I'm not going to say anybody's nice ever again. You all need to relax a little bit. I, I get it. I'm like you when it comes to, uh, you know, politics. Anyway, just remember, government never defines you. And if it does, you're in trouble. Up next, in full market wrap and all that other stuff, I promise. I'm Gary. This is the one only Investor's Edge. 
It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Coltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Hey, thanks for being with us today. By the way, I'm already getting emails from people that said they were hit by lightning also. But actually, directly. So I was a tiptoe through the tulips. Anyway, don't, don't screw with it. And by the way, there's some statistics on how many people die of uh, lightning strikes every year. It's uh, quite interesting. And all you've got to do is, uh, as they say, find some shelter. Uh, the market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbeck, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man you're either in or out of the market. With his proprietary indicators, go check it out. Investment-models.com. Again, Dow was down 122, S&P 6, NASDAQ 13, NASDAQ 100 was down 28. Uh, Russell was up. Interesting, we're getting days where the Dow is up and the Russell's killed, and then you get a Dow down and the Russell is better. Sox was up 17. Advanced declines, 15, 22 on the New York, 16, 15 on the NASDAQ. There were more NASDAQ new lows than new highs. Now, I have to tell you, I don't really dig that deep into that, but that really does tell you how narrow the move is and how the NASDAQ depends so much on a few very, very, very uh, big names that had better, and let me be clear, had better continue uh, to do the job. That and the semiconductor index, which I have never... I really have not, and I mean this when I say that. I don't think I've ever seen an index go up like it has on the crummiest earnings and sales numbers they've had in a while. And I mean that. It's, it's wild, man. So just letting you know about the most important thing today. Semiconductors are up. That was the most important thing today. In the Dow today, Caterpillar down three. Apple down one and a half, Boeing down one. Apple's having a little trouble on that gap it just had. Remember what he told you. Stock will gapped up 5% on a 7 to 8% announcement of more of a buyback. Uh, DuPont down two and a half, big breakdown in DuPont. Disney, remember, sell the new movie news down two and a quarter today. Disney, I think, reports next week. Uh, 3M just gapped down badly, down a buck 30. Microsoft up buck 60. And that may have also done what we call an exhaustion gap. What that means is the stock's already had a run and then gaps up on earnings, but then fails the gap. Sometimes that's the exhaustion, and it's done for now. Doesn't mean the end of the world. Usually means it's going to pull back the support and or moving averages. Uh, also down 3M, United Tech, Exxon, Visa. On the upside today, upside today, Home Depot. Yay. Uh, also of note, housing stock's pretty damn good. Yields backed up at just a wee bit, 2.55% on the 10-year, 2.94 on the 30-year. A few things that stick out for me. Tesla, up 10. You know why? Uh, they're doing a secondary and putting out some convertibles. Now, normally, normally, uh, Tesla, a stock like that would get hit. But the stock's already been smeared, so maybe people are happy that uh, they're able to raise the money because I got news for you. Uh, the company needs to raise money. And here's one for you. Did you hear about this one? Beyond Meat. I didn't make that up. It's called Beyond Meat. It's an IPO today. Initial public offering came out at 25 bucks. 
No, really. Came out at 25. Uh, finished at 65 and three quarters. No, really. Uh, opened up at the same. It opened at 45, but then it really opened around 55. Went as high as 73. Uh, closed at 65. It's up three bucks in the aftermarket. Here's the interesting thing. Uh, Beyond Meat. They manufacture, market, and sell plant-based meat products in the United States and internationally. They do trailing four quarters. $88 million in sales. $88 million. They lose a bunch of money. Uh, let's call it 50 cents a share. They lose $30 million a year last year on the $88 million in sales. Closed at a uh, $3.86 billion market cap. Let me repeat that. $88 million in sales. Lost uh, $30 million on those sales. It's got a $3.8 billion market cap, and people are buying it up today. And in case you don't know, it's plant-based meat. And I had a buddy of mine tell me he has eaten it, and he likes it. And I guess it's because better than having burgers. Okay? I'm actually going to find this and taste it, and I will let you know. But I'm just thinking to myself today, hmm, really, plant-based meat? I mean, nobody else can get into that business? Anyway, the uh, website is beyondmeat.com. I'm looking at their products. They have the Beyond Burger. Beyond Burger. First plant-based burger that looks, cooks, and satisfied like beef without gluten, soy, or GMOs. Find it in the meat aisle. They have Beyond Sausage. Uh, they have Brat Original and Hot Italian. They have Beyond Beef Crumbles, the tacos. And there you have it. Now, I must tell you, I have no idea what plant-based meat is, but I will look it up. I will look it up. And they have some athletes on their website, like J.J. Redick, uh, that are beyond ambassadors. Harrison Barnes, DeAndre Jordan. Victor Oladipo used to play here for the Orlando Magic. Chris Paul. So uh, anyway, just wanted to let you know, because it was a hot IPO today, and uh, I just thought I'd let you know. But again, $88 million in revenues, $30 million loss, $3.8 million market cap. Up next on The Edge. More on this and that and the other thing, whatever else. I'm Gary. This is One Only Investor's Edge. America is talking. Investor's Edge. You gotta be big with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coldbomb. Some highly recommended. You're gonna feel better if you talk to him. Welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Uh, in the aftermarket, let me give you a few that are standing out, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, first off is uh, Universal Display OLED. Uh, it's up about 20 bucks in the aftermarket to 176. Strong numbers. Uh, Mercado Libre MELI. Uh, it's up 50 bucks in the aftermarket. No, I'm not kidding. 50 to uh, 532. Uh, Motorola Solutions, MSI. It's about five bucks in the aftermarket to 147 from 142. Uh, Shake Shack. Shake Shack. By the way, plant based is uh, soy and something peas and coconut oil and all that. Anyway, Shake Shack uh, is up uh, a few, about four bucks in the aftermarket to like 67 bucks, even though earnings were down 13%. I never uh, eaten a Shake Shack before. Uh, Monster Beverage closed at 58, got it at 62. And then you got some issues. Uh, you ready? Uh, Ariston Networks. 
ANET, been a leader. Not anymore. Down, uh, as I said, 48 bucks, almost 50 bucks in the aftermarket. Fortinet, FTNT, closed at 91 and a half. It got a four bucks in the aftermarket. That's been strong. Symbol ACIA, only down two and a half bucks in the aftermarket. No big deal. Uh, find in the core, FND, closed at 48. I got it at 42. That's not good. Uh, how about, uh, here's a little supplier to uh, Apple. Uh, Skyworks Solutions, closed at 90. I got it at 87. Planet Fitness, closed at 75 near an all-time high, down at 70. Numbers don't look so bad. This looks like it was extended. Uh, GoDaddy, uh, closed at 81. I got it at 77. No big deal. And then you got, let's see a few others. Expedia, First Solar, Cognizant Tech. How about uh, Appian Corp, Stericycle, Herbalife, all gapping down. Uh, that's the aftermarket. And we're pretty much, is we're getting through earnings in a very big way. It really starts to uh, tail off uh, next week and the week after. But there'll still be some retailers and all that. May I uh, talk a few things to you? if you don't mind, because we do cover everything here, ladies and gentlemen. First off, Ilhan Omar. She is a representative out of Minnesota. She's uh, had a con- controversies, and I've pulled no punches on her. She's an anti-Semite, anti-Israel person. That's all. And we're not saying it because she's Muslim. It's because she's an anti-Semitic, anti-Israel person. You don't need me to tell you. Go look it up. Go look at her videos. Go look at her words, her speeches. She can't help herself. Uh, but she's been... Her head was stepped on by uh, Pelosi and others, and she's, she slowed down. But she's talking a little bit stupid again. She had a video out, and you know what we think she is. We think she's left of socialism. That we, we, listen, we're just telling you what we believe. It's our opinion. Uh, she was discussing Venezuela, and she blamed Venezuela's problems on the United States. It was our sanctions that did them in. Yes, it was our sanctions that did them in. Really. Go look at the video. It's up everywhere. She says that the reason why we put sanctions on them, you ready for this? Because we want to go in there and take over. She's saying this. Okay. So uh, Hugo Chavez was elected president, I believe, in 98. Somewhere in there. And then Hugo Chavez expropriated in 2003, 2004, the whole oil industry there, which, by the way, is like 300 million barrels. They're number one, the most, the largest. And what expropriate means is they took over completely. And uh, when you have people taking over the oil industry that could not run a lemonade stand or would not know how to run a lemonade stand, that's usually a problem. Usually. Usually. And oil production plunged. Plunged from then to now. Killing the country. But it wasn't just that. They took over supermarket chains, electronics companies, auto dealerships. The media. Just about all industry. And he put his little buddies in to run them, even though his little buddies don't know what the hell they're doing. And destroyed everything. And they did it under the guise, you ready for this? Everybody was stealing from the public. They were all profiteers. They were out to screw you. So the public kind of, all right, let's see what happens. But during that time, Chavez also started paying off the military because he started plundering all the money all the wealth, everything. Military got fat. They were all happy. Fortunately, Chavez died of cancer. Hopefully it was very painful. And then Maduro took over, who made Chavez look like a walk in the park. Took away the guns so people can't defend themselves. That's how you had a Humvee running over people in the last couple of days who were protesting. They destroyed the economy. They destroyed the wealth. They destroyed hope. And three, four million people have left, went into Colombia and Brazil. And now they're fighting tooth and nail to keep their power, 
Russia's helping because Russia's on the hook for billions of dollars. Cuba's there because they're a bunch of scumbags. But Omar, Ilan Omar, representative of the United States, blamed the United States. This woman sickens me. Not only she's an anti-Semite, anti-Jew, anti-Israel puke, she's anti-USA. Always takes a chance to put down the country. And the amazing thing is, she does not want sanctions on Maduro or Venezuela, but she does want sanctions on Israel and Netanyahu. This woman is one of the 435 votes in the House of Representatives. I feel like running up there and running against her. The problem is, they bagged the whole district with Democrats. They ain't voting for me. Unless I put a D in front of my name. Anyway, that's your Ilhan Omar. What else? Uh, Joe Biden's out. And he said that China's not a problem. He said people didn't benefit from the tax cuts. That uh, small businesses are not doing well because of Trump. And, you know, he just lied today. Uh, I'm being told it's what politicians do when they're going to be elected. And the bottom line is Joe Biden has to basically minimize anything good and maximize anything bad. And I'd like to rip him on this, but that's what every politician does no matter what come election time. So I'm not even going to rip him for that. It doesn't make it right. But it is exactly what the platforms are. And as I told you, I was thinking of running one time. And I met with a couple of political operatives, one on the left, one on the right. First question was, have you ever cheated on your wife? I said, no. One of them said, now you have. Next one said, ask me, have you ever been with a prostitute? I said, no. Next guy said, now you have. Then they asked me, have you ever said the N-word? I said, no. Then now you have. They scared me crapless. Welcome to why good people don't want to run for office. It's insanity out there. Look what they did to this William Barr guy. Call him crooked. Criminal, felonious, stupid. Every word in the book. Every word in the book. The guy they're calling, who's led a great life. Why? Because he refuses to rip Trump. Only reason. Anyway, that's politics for you. Up next on the edge, more on the markets and a few other tidbits. I'm Gary. This is the one only investor's edge. You're listening to. What are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Did I tell you I watched the Shawshank Redemption for like the 45th time the other day? I cannot get enough of that movie. It is amazing. My favorite movie of all time is uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. But man, that Shawshank. Godfather's right in there also. You guys agree, right? That sh- man, there's something about that Shawshank movie. First off, I- I'm just, I just love Morgan Freeman. They're just, man. I-, I-, I just wanted to mention that. I hope you don't mind out of, out of thin air. All right. The markets, major indices, Dow, is weaker than the S&P and the NASDAQ, but that's because of 3M and Boeing. Uh, that's number one. Boeing had better hold. It's a 375 and change. It had better hold, A, the 200-day moving average, which is at uh, 363, and then that double support around 361 and a half, 362. So something to watch. 
And I just, I don't know if they're out of the woods yet. I really don't. 3M. I looked into the numbers. They got problems. I have a sneaking suspicion 3M's going to have to pull a little bit of a GE. And maybe uh, sell off a couple of businesses here and there and tighten things up. Just my thought. Uh, sales growth is now nil. And last quarter was down 5%. Uh, DuPont. Near new yearly lows. Earnings down 25%. Revenues down almost 10% year over year. Why am I mentioning those three? Well, there's 30 stocks in the Dow. And it's much easier to scan the Dow because you're only looking at 30 names. We don't want to get too many names looking like those three names. The good news is there's some other bad actors. But nothing. IBM. Bad actor. Terrible numbers. But is in between the high of October and the low of Actually, better than in between the low of uh, December. But I worry if things get hairy again because I don't trust them. McDonald's is near an, uh, an all-time high even though their sales are down again for another quarter. Disney's had a good move off of the streaming in the movie, but it's now sell the news. A Caterpillar's a weakling, another name. So just letting you know for how I do things is I look at 30 stocks in the Dow first. Then I'll take a look at the uh, stocks and the transports. There's only a few. That's how we go about things. Separate things out. It's not that hard to do. And it gives us a decent understanding of what our surroundings are. And as I tell you, when we go through our scans, we get a feel of leadership, laggardship. My one worry remains the same right now. Earnings sink. Sales growth stinks. That's going to have to do better. It's going to have to accelerate. If it doesn't, this will be an eventuality. The good news, Fed ain't going anywhere. Easy money. Yields to a 2.5% on the 10-year. It's ridiculous. 25 Europe is still negative 4 tenths, and they say they're not printing, but they are. Japan, negative rates, printing. China, remember what I told you. Bernanke was doing a trillion dollars a year of printing money. China did a trillion bucks in one fell swoop. Of course their market's going to rally. So you still have all that easy money all over the place. And we'll pay attention. Our numbers here as far as the economy. Going by the numbers, 3.2% GDP. A couple issues underneath. Big increase in uh, inventory. That goes into GDP. The problem with a lot of inventory, it's got to be worked off before you put more out there. Inflation number, eh, they played with it. Yeah, they do that. But the employment figures, gangbusters. Absolutely gangbusters. Biggest issue, debt and deficits. They're taunting us. They're shooting the middle finger at us. They think it's no big deal that $550 billion of our tax dollars are going towards interest this year. Yeah, who cares, right? You know, they keep talking about an infrastructure bill, $2 trillion bucks. Well, just the next three and a half years would have been that $2 trillion of paid interest if they never ran up the debt. What do they care? So again, all these things are watched and watched closely. But more importantly, price first, all the other noise second. It's a simple rule. Because in good markets, bad news will be bought up. In bad markets, good news will be sold down. Right now, I think short term, a little bit on the negative side, but I do not think it's changed the playing field yet. But we will be watching closely. Watch with us. Stay in gear. Need a little bit of help? Email service. Sign up at GaryK.com one month free. Because we're so benevolent. 
And if you ever have any questions, just email me, garrickade.com. You'll have a great evening. Drive carefully. And when you get home, do like we do. Quite a simple procedure. You'll make sure you hug your children. Good night, all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash S-T-O-O-L-A-N-D-E-R. 